There are some words in English, finicky, fastidious, nitpicking. It means attention to detail to the degree that sometimes makes people think it's too much. So I'm going to say something a little finicky now. But it just strikes me that having the Bhagavatam on the floor like this, even if it's inside your bag, isn't the best thing. Just like Prabhupada was one time presenting cloth. It was a gift. And Prabhupada said, said, well, you can, you can, Bhagavatam, when you're reading on the floor, you can keep your Bhagavatam. Prabhupada said, I don't keep my Bhagavatam on the floor. So I would think at the very least stand it up straight. Just the idea of having the Bhagavatam on it. Even if there's, you know, this much cloth in between it. It's, Bhagavatam is always worshipable. So I'm finicky and fastidious. But that's part of bhakti also. We should always remember Bhagavatam is worshipable. This morning I was saying how is I often see in, in Iskon temples they have Prabhupada sitting on a Vyasasan on the altar, the Murti, and which places him above his own gurus, which I don't think Prabhupada would be very enthusiastic to sit above his gurus. So we should remember this. Now this Sadgoshami Ashtakam often told that devotees living in Vrindavan they should chant this every day and imbibe this mood. He wanted devotees living in Vrindavan to the Krishna Balaram temple to imbibe the mood of the six Goswamis. And he was he was actually very much against he didn't want unmarried women living there. So, yes. I don't think anyone dares to say this now but that's a fact he didn't want to He's very cautious. He didn't want to turn it into a place which is seen as, you know, young men and young women having some kind of romantic affair, which unfortunately has come to pass. He wanted the devotees staying there to to set an example that the people of Vrindavan can see that these are actually these people, these devotees, they're actually representing the six Goswamis. So. What it, what Srila Prabhupada in his at the end of his translation he says these can you give me the English translation? He says these were their moods in executing Krishna consciousness. What is exactly it? Yeah, that's exactly I quoted it exactly correctly. These were their moods in executing Krishna consciousness. It's very interesting because in the seventh verse it, it says Gayanto or it says means that Srinivasa Acharya writes about them. Gayanto chakada hare gunavarang bhavabhibhuto muda. Muda means, we don't have a Sanskrit scholars here. Muda means happiness. In delight. Not muha. That's a different word. Muda means great happiness. And in the next verse, this is the third line. And, and the, the, that's the seventh verse. And the eighth and last verse is Gayanto Chakada. There, there was some. 
they would uh, sometimes they would sing out very loudly the the qualities of Hari and be absorbed in ecstasy, happiness. And then the next line, Goshanta Viti Sarvato Vrajapure, Kedai Mahavivalo, Ked. Does anyone know this phrase? Ked means unhappiness, disappointment, regret. So, it's another phase of this, of Bhava Bibhuto Muda, absorbed in the, in ecstasy and delight. Muda means delight. Keda, Kedhair Maha Vivalo. And Maha Vivalo means just, uh, Vival means like disturbed, greatly disturbed with, with distress and regret. So in Prabhupada, he finishes, is it, yeah, I believe it's Prabhupada's translation that, uh, these were their different moods in executing Krishna consciousness. So the all of all of these kirtans of the Vaishnava Acharyas are very deep. <laughs> we can sing again and again and again and pray for a drop of mercy that we can enter into their into the ecstasy that they are expressing through their compositions and inviting us to join in with. Yeah, that's interesting. What do we learn from the slamming of the door and the key falling out? What do we learn? Sounds like a Zen conundrum. (laughs) Just like Prabhupada one time, he was walking in the park and saw all the birds were past stool and the in the same place and there was like a whole it was like a days and days of bird droppings I said what do we learn from this maybe devotees were thinking there's some patterns and we have to learn there's some kind of mystical signs <laughs> Prabhupada said that the birds are so attached they come to the place, same place every day to pass stool we learn from this about material attachment so what do we learn from the child slamming the door well, we learn that uh, they need training. That young children, they're wild by nature, but gradually they have to be trained. And they're not in Satvagun. They, they gradually, of course, how much training you can do at that age is questionable, but they have to be gradually trained so they can become peaceful, absorb Vedic knowledge, become brahmanas. So that, that we can learn. We don't expect grown-up persons to do like that. Sometimes they do in a fit of anger or something like this. So one should come to Sadhvagun. Um, regarding these kirtans, by the way, if anyone has any questions, please write them down. I'll take them up to some time. These kirtans are a very deep mood. Uh, some... Some of them are in a very happy mood. The, 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 the predominant mood is one of joy. Nitaikina menechele. What kind of an has Nitai brought? Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Shuddha Bhakata Charna Renu, the whole song is an expression of Bhakti Nod Thakur's happiness. Bhakati Vinod Krishna Bhajane Anukul Pai Jaha Pati Dibashi Parama Sukhe Sukhe with great happiness. Shikara Kariyetaha. So some song, but many of them there, just like with any, yeah. Um, many of them, just like here, it, it's a, the, the mood of Srinivasa Acharya in describing the six Goswamis, the overwhelming mood is, is, is that which is expressed in the last verse. That, hey Rad, hey Rajadevike, Shalalite. Prabhupada often quoted this as, as the, the aim or, or the, the kind of Krishna consciousness that we that we should be aspiring to develop. That the worshipping Krishna in separation, the six Goswamis always search for Radha and Krishna, they never found them. They're eternally searching. They're always, so, this mood of, where are you, where are you, this feeling of separation, which is the highest ecstasy of Krishna consciousness. So it's, it's a mood of, almost like pain. But that pain is the highest happiness. Near Nairasha Paramasukam, the gopis quoted Pingala, the prostitute, as saying that disappointment is the highest happiness. Mm. So, to enter into the mood of this, also, you, you may have noticed I was trying to sing a little slowly. Often we, we, we maybe it's like an over, you know, we're feeling happy or in the mode of passion or something. A couple of years ago in Russia I had the bodies, they started seeing Shirupa Manjari Pada is like, you know, like as, as fast as, so fast, it's just, it's, it's almost Rasa Bhas. The, the, the mood of this song is, is one of great hoping and it, it's, well, it's Karunaras, which means in English that's called pathos. You have a word for that? It's a, in your language, pathos or bathos, which means it's pathos. pathos yeah. So it's, it's, if it's sung sl- slowly with some longing, and that, that, the, the tune complements the, the mood of the, of the composition. This heavy rock music is not at all suitable for Kirtan. I used to hear this. Krishna Kirtan Gana Narutana. It's just so it's just so unsuitable. That was a laugh of a laugh. It's just so unsuitable. It's the rock music is something it, it, it's it's Isvara Hamma Hambhogi get out of my way or I'll punch you in the head it's, like, it's, it's this kind of mood that goes with it isn't it it's, whereas Kirtan is just the opposite it's begging for mercy so it's so unsuitable this heavy rock and anger yeah it's it's an expression that, that yeah 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 I can't get no satisfaction or something like that. It's like expressing anger, frustration. There is frustration in bhakti also, but not. But this, uh, you know, this frustra- out of frustration, kick someone in the head. The Vaishnava frustration is 
is different altogether. It's just like janiyash. It's like self-deprecation. I janiyashuniya bisha kainu. I, 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 I'm the person of. I can't blame anyone else. I, so. The six Goswamis, Rupa Goswami, Rupa Nuga. We are Rupa Nugas. This, uh, the, the scholars, the mundane scholars like to call Chaitanya Sampradaya or Chaitanya Vaishnav. But our own term is Rupa Nuga. That's significant, isn't it? Gorya, Gorya Sampradaya. Gorya means the, the general Understanding of that is of Gore, Gora, Gora, not Gore, not Gore as Chaitanya, Gora. Slight difference in pronunciation. That means more or less of West Bengal. But there it means followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but the esoteric understanding means followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu means worshippers of Radharani. So that Rupanuga, how to worship Radha, there are so many who may call themselves Gorya or followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, worshippers of Radharani. But we are... Others may worship Radha or say they're worshipping, but we know that Radharani can be worshipped through Rupa Goswami. Therefore, Rupanuga. This term is very significant because Rupa Goswami is Rupa Manjari, who... It's actually pronounced Manjari, although in English and maybe Croatia it comes out as Manjari, but actually it's, it's the Manjari is the correct pronunciation. Um, so he heads the team serving Lalita, who's the principal servant of Radha. So it's... it's uh, it's, it's also not Lalita, it's Lalita. The, it seems in Croatian as in English the stress is put on the penultimate syllable, but that's not necessarily true in Sanskritum. In fact, in female names like Lalita and Manjari, it's usually on the last syllable. So... Um, Yeah, not direct service. But, uh, and then uh, Rupa Goswami is, is, is heading the group who heads the group who serves Radha. And, so that, and then in his form in Gaurlila, which is also eternal, he is the principal associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Of course, the principal associates may be considered Sarup Damada. Ramananda Rai. And also, it's not clear to me why, Shiki Mahiti and Madhavi Mahiti, although very little is said about them, although the three and a half principal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Puriya, Sarup Damada, Ramananda Rai, who we know lots about, and Shiki Mahiti and his sister, who we know almost nothing about. So why they're included in the three and a half, I, I don't know. There are thousands of things. Anyone want to do research? Thousands of things to do research. You know a little bit about research now. <laughs> you spend a few months doing some research. And there's so many. 
there's so much lost also. I mean, the, 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 the paramparas of scholars and scholarship and manuscripts, there's so many missing things. I'm sure it must be true in your the field you were studying also. In all fields. Hmm? Maybe I didn't get this one. The original Borkos, the GR, Ramanujan. Mm. Was lost. Oh, he couldn't for such an important work. Oh, that was a compilation of so many. Because he's work on that. Oh, in that field. And Charles were there also. Tremendous loss, huh? Maybe it's there. Maybe somewhere, but. In Mother's manuscript library. Someone has. So, uh, but even though Sarup Damada Goswami and Ramananda Rai were with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so much of the time and are considered in that sense his principal associates, but the six Goswamis in another sense are considered his principal associates, although we can't say one is either are higher than the other, but in terms of transmitting what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave, uh, the six Goswamis, they, they, they were specifically deputed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to go to Vrindavan, Lupta Tirtha Odha, Lupta Tirtha Odha, means to find out the lost holy places of Vrindavan and, and uh, restore them to their glory and then propagate devotional service um, Bhakti, Bhakti Prachar and to compose books, Nana, Shastra, Vichara, Naika, Nipuno. What they did in comp- compiling, they read through so many books and they brought out the essence and compiled. And, and then they also, they gave Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. Rupa and Sanatana in particular were personally taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for the purpose of compi- what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave of compiling in books. So they're considered. And among them Rupa is Rupa Goswami is even though he was younger than Sanatan and uh, but he, because his books they are the the definitive books, they define our Sampradaya. And Jiva Goswami's books. Rupa sometimes we hear the term Jivanoga also because uh, philosophically, Jiva Goswami established the principles of Gorya Vaishnavism, Vaishnavism, which were further, uh, certain points were further developed and discussed in later generations, particularly uh, Vishwanath Chagvar Thakur, Baladev Vidyabhushan, various points. And in recent times, Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur have, have uh, given the philosophical exact point, rupa apasiddhanta dvante harine, the, the remover, harine means unto the harin, the remover of the darkness of the wrong philosophical conclusions which are opposed to those of Rupa Goswami. So it's an ongoing process. There's, a, there's always people bringing up all kinds of wrong ideas and acharyas are always required to rebut those ideas and uh, there's all kinds of things. Of course, among the significant acharyas, of course, in terms of philosophical presentation, 
Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami's Chaitanya Charitamrita is the, the worshipable book of all books which gives the teachings and pastimes and presents the inner moods of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, all the time this is required. Um, because all the time, like I say, people are giving wrong ideas. Now, I recently heard something. Someone, who is that? In Delhi, maybe someone was saying something to me about, we were talking about the manuscripts, lost Gorya manuscripts, and someone was saying, well, because the Vrajvasis didn't like Bengalis, and then the Goswami scripts were written in Bengali, and so they may have destroyed so many of them. And this sounds to me like something... Someone was saying this. A devotee was saying this to me as if it was like some kind of fact. This is just the kind of thing that mundane scholars say. They always like... They always... It, among mundane scholars of Gorya Vaishnavism, and there aren't that many in the world, but it's, it's kind of considered an accepted fact because it was brought out... Well, I don't know if he was the first one, but it was written in a book called History of Vaishnavism in Bengal by... Ramakanta Chakravarti. Horrible book. I have a copy. It's in English. Um, uh, very offensive. As scholars, you know, scholars are sworn to be offensive. They must be offensive. It's, it's because they they must treat Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as mundane and they, they, they're, 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 all his transcendental moods are ascribed to some mundane cause. And, It's, it's necessary for them to be offensive because they cannot accept the transcendental. They have to explain it in a mundane way, which is which must be offensive. So anyway, Ramakanta Chakravarti, maybe others before him also, came up with a theory that there was tension between the more scholarly group of devotees in Vrindavan, who were followers of Jiva Goswami, and the more uh, flamboyant, emotional, spontaneous group in Bengal who were inspired by Nityananda Prabhu and his followers. So they invented it. They presumed that there's such a thing. So many things. And, and they bring up they bring up evidence. It's like, you know, in any field, the scholars, they find one bone. They dig up one bone and then they dig up another bone 20 miles away, and that's proof of that this was some dinosaur 20 million years ago. You know, highly nebulous evidence. And the whole field of Indology and, and Philology, they're convinced that there is a prototype Indian, Indo-European language. They're all convinced, and it's just based on total speculation. They, can, they won't say that Sanskrit, and then the Aryan invasion theory is just rubbish. But they, they just invent all these things. So they invented that the... Now, we're, we're talking here about pure devotees, right? You know, the, the great devotees. And the, but there was tension between the Bengalis and the... And there was another thing I was saying. This, uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, the, uh, Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami writes that Poschime Loksha Buddha Anacha that people in, in the West are all murhas. You know the word murha. 
It's foolish and anacha, badly behaved. So I saw some mundane scholar commented on this that, well, this this shows that the the underlying tension between the Gorya school and the Balab Sampradaya. But it's not, it didn't say anything about the Balab Sampradaya. It's, it's, it's completely there's no either contextually it cannot be. Ta- you could guess maybe that he, which is what they do, that it means that. Because the Balab Sampradaya from the western side of India. Although, yeah, they became established there, but maybe later. Actually, Vallabhacharya, he wasn't from the western side of India. I mean, later the Vallabh Sampradaya became strongly established on the western side, but he was all over India, Vallabh. Yeah, yeah, he was, he's from, uh, uh, Tengalai, or not Tengalai, uh, there's uh, Andhra, there's, there's Andhra, Rayal Sima, and Telangana. He's from Telangana. The northern part of the present Andhra Pradesh state, inland, northern part. So, anyway, it's just the kind of thing they like to come up with. Later there was some tension, but at that time it seems there wasn't, because according to our uh, records, the, the Raghunath Das Goswami gave the deity of Srinathji to uh, Vital, and who is the other son of Vallabhacharya to worship. So these are the kind of speculations they come up with. Now one thing I was thinking of was that anyway, um, the, the Gauriyas who preferred to write in Bengali script, um, why would they have given to to non-Gauriyas anyway, their scripts. And why would they have given them to persons who were so much inimical? And who are these Rajavasis who are inimical? We hear that Sanatana Goswami was loved by all the Rajavasis. They called him Baba. And the, the, even today, Sanatana Goswami's disappearance day is, is the biggest festival in, among the Rajavasis. <coughs> hmm. question is, who was it? living at all there because they came, you know, they were all forests, you know, there were some Adivasis or something, some, who was there at all? The Vrajvasis. Yeah. yeah, in Vrindavan there is almost no one. At that time, forest. well, there, there, were, there were villages, there were villages, but as far as scholars are concerned, who would have had these manuscripts, well, they, they came as Rupa and Sanatan, they refounded the town of Rindavan, the present town of Rindavan. So, like this, we should, I, I, I just heard that, and they said, some devotee said, maybe someone read it in a book by some mundane scholar, and then, you know, they, they thought, well, that sounds kind of reasonable, without thinking about it very much. And it goes on like this. And so we should be very careful what we pick up and what we say. And even one devotee I very much respect, he, he gave the idea that why... You see, in Shastra it says that we should stand in the morning to chant Gayatri and then sit at midday and then sit in the evening. And he said, well, stand in the morning because in the morning you're more likely to feel sleepy. But this wasn't, you know, this this injunction wasn't given for lectures like us who somehow or other got Brahmin threads put on our shoulders and... Prabhupada wrote in one purport that due to emergency we're making brahmanas out of lechas and yavanas. So, 
Brahman is, yeah, in the sense that we're chanting Hare Krishna. In one sense, you're more than a Brahmana. But as far as the, the training and culture is concerned, we're, we're nowhere near the, the traditional Brahmanas of India. So, who have, they have tradition and culture. They're not going to be falling asleep when they're chanting their Gayatri as we would be. So, you know, it's, a, it's an attempt to give an explanation, but personally, I wasn't very satisfied with that. So, if we don't know something, we can just not know it and accept that that uh, there may be reasons that we don't know. Or we can do research. If you know, much research is needed in many areas, but we should be very careful of of speculating and bringing in different explanations. And that I was I mean, very careful what we say. There's one book by my god brother, which is uh, all right. Uh, and just there's one statement in there that we should worship Krishna in the uh, in the mood of the gopis, or, or, without any further explanation. And all of a sudden, you know, you're in. I was just reading just now. There's in a book by Aniskan devotee that what is that? If we if we are connected to Krishna, then we can worship him without fear of offense. And then all of a sudden, uh, just some sentences there that you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about offenses. Yeah. Really, and then no, you know, and the next sentence, and no, I, I mean, such a such a statement. Well, first of all, what does it mean to be connected to Krishna? Which which devotees are free from fear of offense? Well, the uh, those who are in Vishramba Sakya Bhav, the the, the cowherd boys who they, you know they they fight with Krishna, climb on his shoulder. The those who are in a parental relationship, and the uh, those who are in a parental relationship in Vrindavan, those free from those who worship free from offense are those who know that who don't know that he's God and who are in the higher rasas. So that means in Vrindavan. I mean, you have to be on a very, very high level to worship without without freedom from... without being fearful of offense. And just to state that without any qualification can be very misleading. So, we should be very careful what we write and we say... Prabhupada often said, you just just repeat what I said. <laughs> because often if we go beyond that, we it's you know, we go beyond our adhika. What we're eligible, we again speak within your realization. Another important another important instruction because you know, we, we go wandering into areas that we, we really don't know. We can read nowadays by the grace of the internet and you can, you can read all kinds of things about all kinds of things and you might, we might think we understand but it's, it's difficult even for, you know, even for highly advanced, even Uddhava was, even Brahma, they, they have different, you know, they can't, Enter into Vrajabhav. So it's not, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give that, but at the same time we should understand 
It's not cheap. And it's not simply by... That's why I'm not very impressed with, you know, people who talk so many things about all these things without, without giving all the... Without training... First of all, seeing that what is the level of the hearers and what is my own level and, and step by step giving it. Because it's easy, talk is easy, but to actually understand and, and be able to transmit that. How, how, how much can you trans, how much can we transmit anyway if we ourselves still have an artist and if the people we are speaking to still have an artist? We should know what the goal is, but we can't take a, a leapfrog into Radha Kund. It's, we don't, we don't have entrance there, so go step by step carefully. So, there's some of my thoughts on singing the, the, the this was Srila Prabhupada, he gave us this method of entering Vrindavan, that follow in the footsteps of the six Goswamis. Yeah, I was asking for questions. Are there any questions? No, no questions. Bhagavatam is the answer to all questions. You don't want to write it down? I'd ask people to write it down. All right, you can ask. Yeah, I can understand. That's what I'm saying. All right, then say it. You came here, you mean Lika? Yeah. Uh, uh, and this is, according to my opinion, uh, this is, it, it uh, has been a nice uh, place to uh, participate, somehow, help mm. in that direction. Mm. And uh, uh, I have difficulty when, uh, when uh, <coughs> meet with devotees, uh, with, not, uh, well, I shouldn't say devotees, that's why it's better to write it down, you know, uh, when, when get to the point. Yes, but uh, <laughs> the opinion that uh, it is not accomplishable in the West. Uh, Varnashan Dharma is not accomplishable in the West, that's an opinion, it wasn't Srila Prabhupada's opinion, so, yeah. you know, anyone can have their opinion, I'd rather stick with Prabhupada's opinion. Uh, that it's not a very, to establish Varnashan Dharma in the West is not a very easy thing, I would certainly agree. Because Srila Prabhupada said that I will now teach you how to live according to Varnashram Dharma and, and that 50% of my work isn't done. And when you see what Prabhupada did, then 50% is it's something astonishing. So I would agree it's not easy. And in many ways, although the, the basic principles seem to be quite simple, the... Uh, the practical establishment of that in the modern world so far seems to have eluded us. That means we haven't, it's, or put it around the other way, we haven't found it. It's bewildered us. How to establish? Well, Prabhupada said first there should be brahmanas. It's required there should be brahmanas. 
But in the Varnashram, traditional Varnashram system, the Kshatriya, the king, is actually essential also. So how to have kings in the modern age with... There was some kind of Varnashram going on in India at the time when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was there. But even at that time, it had become broken down to a large extent because of the uh, Muslim invasion. They didn't have Hindu kings who followed the rules of Manu. So it became... They were following, but with a... in a, in a very different, in a truncated manner, means truncated means something somewhat cut off. So, yeah, it's not easy. But Prabhupada gave this guy, it should be brahmanas and we should go to the land. So there's land here, that's for sure. That depend on the land, the cows and Krishna. That's what we always used to hear. Although it would seem to me that you should put Krishna first. Hey Krishna, Karuna, Sindhu. No, what is it? Go Brahmana, Land, cows and Krishna. And the Brahmanas. Go, go Brahmana, Hit. Who is, who is dedicated to the welfare of Go and Brahmana. So Go means cow, also means land. So, the two come under the word Go. Here's a question. Why in Premdani? Some devotees chant, namely me, Shishi, Radha, Krishna, Gopa, Gopi, Go, and Prabhupada chanted, Gopa, Gopinath. Why do I chant Radha, Krishna, Gopa, Gopi, Go? Well, it is within our Sankhya, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur gave it. And Shishi, Radha, Krishna, Gopa, Gopinath. It repeats, uh, Gopa, Gopinath means Krishna. Whereas, Radha, Krishna, Gopa, Gopi, Go gives the Gopas, the Gopis and the cows which is more residents of Vrindavan. So there are various versions given by our Sampadaya Acharyas and it's not exactly what Prabhupada chanted but it's within our Sampadaya. So I got it from Sri Lanka. If it disturbs anyone too much, then I can also chant Sri Lanka. Gopa Gopina. It's another name. It's another name for Krishna. It's another name for Krishna. Or you could, well, it depends how you say. You say you can say Gopa, and then Gopina. But that would seem that Gopa should be joined with Gopi. Krishna is the Lord of the Gopas and the Gopis. 
再反应。This is somewhat revolutionary. We never go, we never be accepted in this one. But I, Srila Prabhupada gave us a somewhat truncated morning program. I wouldn't mind if it was made a little longer with the with the songs that Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati introduced. That before Mangalati we sing Samsara Dava Nalalita Nota and then and during the Mongolati we sing the Mongolati song done by Bhakti Nautako. I think this is too revolutionary to, to introduce within this song. Maybe and then the evening RT we could we could maybe sing also both the e- RT, evening RT songs that Bhakti Nautako did. Gor RT and Radha Krishna RT. Prabhupada made it simple because uh, so much, but it's there's so much for us to absorb, and Prabhupada kept it very simple. Like I say, this within it's, it's within our parampara, and maybe on some some days we could do. I was thinking in, in Salem we could make a. I said to Gokul Chandra we could make a seva kunj there, and. Uh, Bring the small deities of Radha Krishna there and in the evenings, in the summer, or on Sunday. And not for all devotees, but then we could chant Brahma Samhita and we can have Arati with this Arati song for them. And like this. What does it mean exactly to follow Prabhupada? Um, we should do as Prabhupada's doing, but we should know also that Prabhupada introduced us to a to the whole world of Vaishnavism. And it's it's not restricted within a narrow compass. We have become exposed to much more than Prabhupada directly introduced us to. How much of that we should adopt institutionally well it's comes a big institution. There's so many people pushing and pulling in various ways. Uh, maybe among, especially among Bengali devotees, they could sing. Already they do. They sing so many of Bhakti Nautakwa's songs. They know that it's very useful for us, spiritual life, to know all these things. I mean, Bhakti Nautakwa's songs, they are in them, it's a whole course in Bhakti, from, from the very beginning to, there's no end, but to the highest, the <coughs> highest levels. So I would like if we could all sing more of these. And, and that's, but devotees, they, and maybe in the West, it'll take some time maybe before they can imbibe all these things. Mm. Then, our final goal is worship and take shelter of Shimati Radharani. Well, yeah, that's the general goal of the Gauriyas. Although within the Gorya Sampradaya there are also we find that among the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu his direct disciples there are worshippers of Lord Rama also and within the within the group coming under Nityananda Prabhu they were in uh, Prayoras or the the, the Sakyaras out of respect mostly I don't even what does he say? Pray? Pray to her to chant her holy names except Hari. I know it is not cheap. I feel I don't have a proper relationship with Radharani because of fear. 
please advise me. Well, one doesn't have to be afraid because she's very merciful. Srila Prabhupada says that she represents the compassionate nature of Krishna. But we should be afraid of cheaply approaching her. Thakur also says, better if all the Rasa Shah came to get their money, better if all the Rasa Shah taken out of the world and destroyed because they've been so much misused. So how to approach? Well, we can approach as our Acharyas have given us. Don't go through all the... Don't go cheaply. But again, talking about Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he has... Uh, he has given us so many nice songs. And so, what is that? Atabrahit Suraj Nahijani. How does that go? Krishna. Krishna Virahit Radha Nahimani. Just as we don't, we don't know any sun without heat, so we cannot accept Krishna without Radha. <laughs> In my book on Bhaktisthan Sasartako, all these topics will be discussed. How he, how he, uh, he clearly pointed the way to Prayojan, Prem Prayojan, but in a manner that is suitable for devotees at, at a, at our level and, and always at all levels. He taught that we we worship the devotees worshiping Radharani with great respect. That's how Narottam does. Sri Rupa Manjari Pada, Shemor Shampada. It's it's my dharma, it's my tapa, it's 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 with great respect that we worship the exactly the the words Bhaktisthan Sasri Thakur said Pujala Ragapata Gauravabhanga. Uh, that we worship the the the, the, the raga the raga part. we worship that not stuck in in awe and reverence but going for the raga part but not in the cheap way of the sahajiyas but with great respect for the devotees on that path my book on bhaktisthan sarsartako discusses this in some depth and i actually i'd like but i won't because i don't have Time in this lifetime, it seems, but maybe I can guide someone else to do, to do more research on the, there's a lot of the writings of Bhakti and Otako. They, they are a, like I say, a complete course in Bhakti. And how Bhakti stands as Otako is exactly following him. And what a figure, Bhakti and Otako. The world doesn't know. The, the interfaith conference just close them all down. Just, just study. Jaiva Dharma and the Chaitanya Shikamrita is perfect. These two books give a perfect exposition of various levels of religion, moral religion, and and and, and up to the, the the apex of religion, which is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. Chaitanya Shikamrita especially is he's given a complete analysis of the various types of moral and ethical paths moral atheism moral theism and and, 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 and in Jaiva Dharma there are discussions of uh, of uh, 
various modern theories and the, or religious processes and Tagoria replied to that. Srila <coughs> Prabhupada, Thakur said that um, these two books, they should be translated and made available to the intelligentsia of the world, particularly these two books. And Prabhupada also, when Pradyumna Prabhu, he said he was interested to translate Harinam Chintamani, Prabhupada said, that's not very important, you should translate. <laughs> it's important, isn't it? But it, it but just to give this stress on the important, he said, you, better you translate Jaiva Dharma, Chaitanya Shikamrita, these books are very important. So we can't say, Prabhupada said not important, we can't take that literally, but he said, but for the, for the sake of preaching, establishing Krishna consciousness, Jaiva Dharma and Harinam Chintamani. He, Prabhupada told another devotee, he, he told him, translate all the books of Bhaktivinoda very, very valuable works, and they are great mines of 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 tattvagyan and rasagyan, which which they need to be worked. There's there's huge, unlimited teachings to be like like, like surabi cow. There's so much to be found in there. And everything we know to be completely Krishna consciousness in Srila Prabhupada's books. Everything. But Srila Prabhupada in his books also encourage us to read other books. So everything is there. And if we are philosophically inclined or some tattvas we want to know more. Srila Prabhupada, what he said, that all the, Vaish- all the Vedic literatures, especially the Vaishnav literatures, should be translated in, and distrib- in all languages and distributed all over the world. So th- there is a, a lot in our Sampradaya. It seems that the present time devotees, uh, in tra- as far as translations are going, they're very much interested to go to Vishwanath Chagavar Thakur's commentaries. But it, it would... <coughs> From what I understand, it would be more important to go to Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Not, let me say, not to go to Vishnu Chaivar Thakur, but, but, uh, many of his teachings are highly esoteric. With Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he very nicely gave, as, as Rupanugavar, he is described in his Pranam Mantra, as the best follower of Rupa Goswami, he's very nicely given us uh, the path of where we are now and where we have to go to. The writings of the Goswami is mostly on a very high level. And Vishwanath Chagwar Thakos, they're also sometimes included in what I call the Goswami literature. So they're, they're mostly written for devotees on a, on a very high level. And like I was saying, we just can't presume ourselves to be there. We just kind of presume we're there. <laughs> but uh, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur kindly pointed out, that Kam, Krod, Lo, Moha, Madadi, Abhishta, Eshavna, Chare, Kishe, Pabe, Radha, Krishna. As long as we are absorbed in Lust, greed, anger, envy, 
an illusion. How can we attain to Radha Krishna? <laughs> Therefore, he says, remember, you should always remember the, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's a very good summary. I can read that out. Bhajare, Bhajare. You're asking about worshipping Radha and Krishna. So what does Bhaktivinoda Thakur say about this? Let's have a look and see. Bhajare, Bhajare. Yes, he says, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says... Bhajare bhajare amar man ati manda. Bhajare means, well, it's translated as worship. But it means the whole process of engagement in devotional service. So, so engage in devotional service. Bhajare bhajare amar man ati manda. My mind is, he's addressing his mind, my mind is very bad. Bhajan bina gati naire. But without bhajan, without following the process of devotional service, based on hearing and chanting. Of course, you may say this is an extrapolation of the word bhajan, but that's how it's understood. There's no hope. We cannot attain to the goal. And what is that goal? Bhaja, braja, bane, radha, krishna, charan, aravinda. Worship the lotus feet of radha and krishna within the forest of Vrindavan. Jnana, karma, pari, hari, re. Completely giving up jnana and karma. Bhaja Braja Bane Radha Krishna. Again repeating. Worship Radha and Krishna within the forest of Vrindavan. Then Bhaja Gora Gadadhara Dvaita Guru Nityananda. It's clear, isn't it? Gora Gadadhara Advaita Guru Nityananda. Nityananda's Guru. Gora Krishna Abheda Janere. Uh, Guru Nityananda. So here, Guru Nityananda. It's very simple words, but then the, the concepts underlying are very deep. Guru Nityananda. And then he goes on to explain how we should approach Guru. So when you say Guru Nityananda, Nityananda is Guru, but at the same time, Guru is Rabbi, he is Baladev, principle of Baladev. So Guru is representative of, or, or Nityananda Prabhu is, uh, well, the Guru is Nityananda. <laughs> is Nityananda in not in the sense that the the primeval Guru principle is of who is Baladev Nityananda. The Guru. I don't like to say the word embodies that because it sounds is it's difficult to say in English. He personifies that, you could say. So, Gora Krishna, Gora Krishna Abheda Janere. We should know that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna are non-different. Guru Krishna Prashta Janere. And we should know that the Guru is very dear to Krishna. Mukunda Prashta. Then, Smara. Srinivas, Haridas, Murari, Mukunda. So remember, Srinivas. Here this, presumably this means Srivas Thakur, who is also known as 
Srinivas. Because he's Haridas, Haridas Thakur, Morari Gupta, Mukunda, Mukunda Datta, Gora Preme Smara Smarare. You can Smara means remember. So in Gora Prem, remember. Smara Srinivasa Haridase. Smara Rupa Sanatana Jiva Raghunatha Danda. I mean two Raghunaths. Raghunath Bhatta. Raghunath Das. Krishna Bhajan Jadi Korbe Ray. If you want to perform Krishna Bhajan, he's remember, remember the devotee. Rupa Sanatan Sanatane Smara. Smara Raghav Gopal Bhatta. Here Raghav means Raghav Pandit. You have to read Chaitanya Charitamrita to know all these names and their pastimes and their relationships with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Smara Raghav Gopal Bhatta Swarup Ramananda. We were saying before Swarup Ramananda, they, they go together. By the way, our Sampradaya, uh, it, it sometimes, we're saying Rupa Noga, but often it's called the, the Rupur. Rupa Raghunath Sampradaya, or often Surup Rupa Raghunath. That's a big topic to explain why. Krishna Prem Jodi Chaurai, if you want Krishna Prem. Surup Ramanande Shmara. Shmara Goshti Shaha Karnapur. That means, uh, Saint Shivananda. Saint Shivananda with his sons, among whom Kavi Karnapur is the best known. Ajastra smara. Ajastra means always. Smarare. Goshti shaha karnapure. Smara. Rupa nuga shadu jan bhajana ananda. Braje basha jadi chaure. Rupa nuga shadu smara. So he's saying to remember all the devotees if you want to do the bhajana of Radha Krishna. All the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then the next song, which is the, to be followed, the fifth song. Just consider Bishoy absorbed in the purification. Kama Koda Loma Moha Pada Diabhi. I was quoting that. That uh the mind is absorbed in all of these. Lust, greed, anger, illusion, Ripur, Bosha, They're under the, they're in the control of the enemies. These are called the six enemies. These are the six enemies. Lust, anger, greed, and, uh, Madness, or identification of the self, body with the self, and uh, envy and illusion. And Asad Dorta Bhukti Mukti Kitata Akrishna. We are attacked. Things which are temporary, innocent, material Uh, we're, we're attracted to the direction. And we like that which is nonsense. 
we, we, we're attracted to that which is Pratishtasa kuti nati shothadi shothadi pishta. is crushed by the desire for recognition, diplomatic behavior, showing one thing and meaning something else. So he says, Sharon Ale Nahe, you're not saying. Herete Tomare Bhai, Eishab Parishad. And these things have so easily surrounded by Don't give them up. It's a rhetorical question. Jotane charo, charo he. So carefully, and we take great care to give them up. So this is how both of them are telling us how to. We should worship these things. Then we can. How is that possible? By remembering the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You can also remember the past time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Exactly. To the same point. Shadu Shanga Bina Ar Kota Tava Ishta. Where else is your desired object than in association with the whole So, Shadu Shonga, Shadu Kala, saying twice, emphasizing, associate with devotees. Vaishnav Charane Maja, Guchi Bayanishta. That, uh, Take pleasure in in the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas, and all the unwanted things will vanish. Egba bhave dekohe. How to translate that? So just one time, consider all this, and you'll see. Hmm. So yeah, but you know, over pointing up there and giving quite some details about his own form as a gopi in Vrindavan but at the same time <coughs> warning Najai de what is that? Najai de Kopari Nietzsche Tane Dushtafal Koribayajan I can't remember the second line. But the idea is that if, you, without going up the tree, if you simply pull on the branches, you won't get the, the real fruit, which is at the top. You'll just get some useless rotten fruit. So, we have to, we have to go up gradually. I discussed this to some extent in my book on Bhaktisiddhanta Sasra 
to some extent means it's quite clear for those who want it to be clear. <laughs> it should be quite clear. But what our, what our Acharyas taught about this subject. Srila Prabhupada didn't deal with this. He wrote about it a lot in his books, but he didn't deal with it as a daily matter as Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Bhaktisdhansa Thakur did in dealing with the, the Sahajiyas of Bengal, Prakrita Sahajiyas. It wasn't like, because Prabhupada is introducing it newly, and that problem wasn't there so much. We, weren't exp- we didn't have all these literatures translated. The only books we had were Prabhupada's books. So in that sense we were ignorant and, in one, and safe in that sense. So, being introduced to all these things, if they're not introduced very carefully, it can be quite dangerous. And, and it it's, can be misleading because, like I say, it's easy to talk about these things. But it's not necessarily even the, like probably that Gopi Bhava club in the very angry with. It's not just a matter of talking about it. First deserve, then desire. We can talk, yes, that's our aim, but it's, that's what the Sahajas say. Well, if we don't talk about it, we won't get a desire, but, but first deserve, then desire. We can talk about the, the love of the gopis for Krishna, but unless we are free from material desires, then it, 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 we'll tend to uh, misconstrue what is the nature of that love and presume that we have it when we when we don't, which is the mistake of the Prakrita Sahajiyas. Anyway, please wait just a few more months and then this book will be coming out, Krishna willing. And it is discussed in some detail there and requires to be discussed in, in more books. I'm very interested in writing books. <laughs> But I, all the books I need to write, I don't. It's not possible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking for some members of the team, but the devotees who can research and write. But it's it's not. It's not that everyone can do that. Mm. Regarding this chanting of the songs of Bhakti Taku. Today when you go in India, in every temple during the Gaur Arabic, uh, the devotees usually sing many more verses. Many more lines which, yeah, which are not, not which are not given by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, which are not given by Bhaktisdhansa Saratako, <coughs> which are probably given by Krishna Kirtan Prabhu in Bangladesh, who in many ways I have a lot of respect for. I brought him to our movement, but uh, in some ways he's more of as much a traditional musician as a devotee and and traditionally there often hasn't been much difference because our tradition is one of music especially in Bengal but specifically how our acharyas have presented this to us he's uh, well he's presented something from the broader tradition which probably we shouldn't do in fact, Prabhupada specifically told Jai Maharaj not to bring any more lines like that in. <coughs> that these two lines, we can have Shankar Bhajai, Shankar Bhajai, Madhu, Madhu, Madhu Bhajai, and 
and the one before that, that uh, Jaya Jaya Gorachan, Janavi Tartavani. What's the line after? Jagajihan. So that, okay. Others not. There's nothing intrinsically wrong with it, but it appears that Prabhupada said not to chant that. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just interested, nobody reacts on that. It's obvious everywhere and it's like standard. No, uh, there is some reaction happening now. The, the TBC this year set up a Kirtan Standards Committee to recommend, to research um, what should, and re- make a recommendation. I'm on that committee. Make a recommendation to the GBC for NISCON. So we're trying to establish three areas, things which Srila Prabhupada was very specific about that we should do and we shouldn't do. Some things which he uh, there are some things which he specifically wanted, some things which he wasn't much enthusiastic about, which he allowed and just like he allowed Nitai Gorangolo, he himself never chanted it and uh, he criticized at least once he said chant Nitai Goranga but I'll chant Hare Krishna and uh, uh, how <coughs> yeah uh, relating to this uh, answer when Jiva comes in the material universe, after the Mahavishnu is inherent, is excelling. Yeah, but then uh, they were in they were in the material world before that also. If in the previous exhalation, in that purport, Prabhupada writes that there are many jivas in a <coughs> regarding filling up the universe again, who are in a in a dormant form, who come to life. <coughs> What does that mean? I don't know what exactly it means. I mean, what it says is fairly straightforward. But what does it mean regarding Jiva Tattva and the origin of the soul and were we in Krishna Leela? Exactly, I don't know. That's an honest reply. It's another point to be researched. But as far as I can see, this question is, was the Jiva with Krishna or not? And Prabhupada seemed to say contradictory things. Well, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, right immediately in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it seems contradictory because it says, Krishna bhuli seji vanadi bahimuk. Bhuli means forgetting, which means you knew at some point. And anadi means from time immemorial. So right in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, there's an apparent contradiction. So maybe it's better instead of all this, where did the jiva come from? And just follow what Prabhupada said that, you know, don't worry about it. You're stuck in this material world. Don't get out. I don't know if this discussion will ever come to any end, or if there's any, if there's even that much use to it. Although Prabhupada did say that he, he gave the, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me that Prabhupada said that we were with Krishna, and he gives the example that we can misuse our independence. That's how we've come. It's not that we're just. It's our own fault that we're here. We're not just thrown here by Krishna because he, he doesn't like us. So, it's our own mission. And how could we miss... Well, independence means there's the possibility of misusing. And then there's some people who say that 
Prabhupada said this to trick us because we're from a Judeo-Christian tradition and the idea of original sin is there. But we were prepared to accept whatever Prabhupada said. The, the universe is held up by four elephants. Or the Bhumandala. We can accept you know, so. so I don't think this is a very good argument that Prabhupada said to trick us because we come from a Judeo-Christian background. Probably most of us uh, could understand that the, 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 the Christianity and probably the night before or the night before. And from a young age I've been highly unimpressed by Christian theology. You know, the all-merciful God burns you in hell forever. And, you know, all kinds of terrible inconsistencies. <laughs>